0: Thanks. Thank you. How are you how's yeah. doing today?
1: Doing well, thanks. Yeah.
0: Good. So tell us a little bit about your story. What led you to open Blue Butterfly Cafe?
1: Oh, gosh. Well, uh, Jesus did, pretty much. Um, it's just an incredible opportunity where we have followed a way of eating called Trim Healthy Mama for quite a while, and it has been life-giving to us personally, our families. We tell everyone about it. Um <laughs> And so last year, in May, they posted on one of their main Facebook pages that they wanted to open up their first franchise opportunity. And in the United States, DFW houses the largest population of people who follow the plan. So it made sense that their first franchise would be opened in this area. And so they just reached out and wanted someone who follows and knows the plan to be one of the, the people to lead it. And so we put our, our names in the ring and... Um, through a series of events, we were able to fly out to Tennessee to meet the executive team and had a great conversation there. Um, they flew into DFW to meet the five, um, I guess runners, finalists. Up. Yeah, finalists. <laughs> top five. Yeah, the top five. And and our homework at that time was to secure a location in the DFW area where we thought was the best to have the cafe. And so Corinne and I have zero commercial realty experience. We have zero franchise cafe restaurant experience. (laughs) So we, um, I mean, we really relied on on Jesus to show us where the best place was. And it just so happened this one place on Camp Bowie was really the only one that opened its doors Mm -hmm. in time for us to be there out Mm -hmm. of the five or so that we yeah. had found that we were interested in. And so we basically met the executive team, the owners of the company, they all flew down. And it was, it was kind of like um, an on-site panel interview versus let's walk through the space and, and dream about the space and what you plan to do with the cafe. And um, yeah, so it just kind of went from there. Mm-hmm. And we found out a couple days later that we won the opportunity.
0: Very interesting. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, it sounds like it was kind of like a diet plan before and then they're moving into brick and mortar restaurants or is it, it was like a brick and mortar question. restaurant that they then were just like, we're going to franchise
2: Well, um, we don't like to call it a diet plan because you know, mm. diets have negative connotations gotcha, and gotcha. they tend to be more temporary than a sure. lifestyle. So it's definitely a lifestyle way of changing your thoughts, um, that affect the way you eat to fuel your body. So to answer your question, Yes and no. They do have a cafe that's located out in bon Aqua, Tennessee currently, but it's a corporately owned cafe that's kind of like um what sort of like looking word
1: <laughs> Like their family runs yeah, it. Like their their yeah. children are the baristas yes. and run the cafe. So it's like a something fun that they do. A, yeah, a ministry. It's kind mm-hmm. of like a
2: ministry for them. And so that won't ever get franchised out. That's just something that's owned By them locally. Um, But prior to that, they have a whole product line. And so they've just kind of grown. They never expected to have this type of growth. They started with a way of eating and had people asking them over and over and over, What are you doing? Why are you, you know, so successful in your health? And so they ended up writing a book about it because they had so many people asking. They wrote a book, sold millions of copies, went on to write more cookbooks people were following the eating plan and asking for products to make it easier to follow the eating plan such as the alternative sweeteners we use and the baking type blends we use the health supplements and so they just have kind of started this health supplement line that has expanded and then they opened the cafe in Tennessee back in 2019 and then the dream was born for a franchise
0: it sounds like ingredients and kind of the source materials that you guys are putting in are kind of like a cornerstone of this concept Mm. yes can you tell me a little bit about kind of what makes the ingredients special
1: um they have very high purity standards Mm. and so and they are not okay with any fillers period so they have traveled all across the world to find the purest ingredients um something like baobab um things like collagen Stevia. Uh, way stevia, um, so there's very um, a high quality mm-hmm. source of expectation that they use for all of their products, um, and so that kind of sets the standard. Mm-hmm. They just released a whole line of makeup, and it's all very clean and very pure, and not something that you're going to find anywhere else. Really mm-hmm. awesome, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the premise of the of the plan is yeah. like what we put into our body matters, mm-hmm. and so that you know, thus the high expectation of what they are going to source for themselves, much less release to the public Mm -hmm. to be able to purchase and consume.
0: So it seems like the core tenant is just the quality of the ingredients. There's Mm -hmm. not any kind of specific like low carb or anything like that. Mm -mm.
2: Well, I mean, they do hit – there's so many fads out right now with diet culture. You know, there's keto, there's low carb, there's paleo, you know, you name it. Um, They they touch on – Each one of those things, but the whole premise behind Trim Healthy Mama is, we'll give you a little background. So, Serene and Pearl are the two sisters that started it. And when they started Trim Healthy Mama, they both came from a background of very restrictive dieting. So, think um, veganism, vegetarianism, going so far as to be raw foodists. And they were literally falling apart. Their bodies were falling apart. And they were saying, "Why? why are we in such poor health? When we're supposed to be doing what's the best of the best in our culture right now, and um, so they they went back to the Bible and they said, "What does the Bible have to say about food?" And they saw, you know, that the Lord blessed each one of the food groups. So why are we removing these major macronutrients that our bodies need? And so really, the whole premise was based on that, you know, and just finding a balance and a way to eat healthfully that supports your body no matter what season that you're in so right awesome yeah
0: very interesting concept Mm -hmm. so usually on these episodes we like to kind of talk about maybe bumps and bruises you've had along the way it seems like your process with this has been a lot smoother than probably the average restaurant definitely
2: probably being that it's a
0: franchise be being that it's a perfect fit for kind of your personal Mm -hmm. ideals would you say there were any unexpected challenges you faced or any any things that you would impart on someone thinking i want to start a restaurant
2: you know, there's been small challenges, but I think mm-hmm. that's to be expected, especially in this industry. Mm-hmm. You know, the time that we're in right now, we're running into supply issues. Yes. And so it's, it's like, if you want that dishwasher, well, you should have ordered it 10 weeks ago, you know. But then, you know, Renee and I very much have a belief that the Lord has led us here. And so a part of that has been, there has just been this general ease mm-hmm. of walking along this path we haven't run into major Mm -hmm. obstacles and and we just truly believe that's because this is what the Lord has for us so he's just orchestrating it all
1: yes there's been such peace around the whole process Karen and I both stepped away from almost Mm -hmm. 20 years um, in the insurance business Mm -hmm. and so that's kind of a big deal to just walk away from (laughs) this career that you've built with an incredible company Higginbotham Mm -hmm. and and there was just such peace around that decision that we knew that we had to say yes and we knew that we would just keep saying yes until there we got a no Mm -hmm. and we just never received a no so we just kept saying yes and we kept receiving peace and our husbands were at peace about it and our families were at peace there were just no red flags to make us think that what we were doing was not the right thing Mm -hmm. and so we walked away from our careers and we've started a new career and we're um learning by fire yeah. because we're not from the food industry and we're not baristas so we're <laughs> we're gonna be trained certified baristas we're gonna learn how to to bake all of the things not mm-hmm. just in our our kitchen our homes but a commercial kitchen mm-hmm. and um we're gonna be learning how to hire people and be employers and and run yeah. it efficiently and and love on people who come in through the door mm-hmm. and so it's just um complete 180 from what we did before but it's just so clear that yes. we have been led to this point that we're just we just keep saying yes
0: yeah that's awesome yeah, yeah. so it sounds like faith played a big component in this and huge you diving in with with huge. faith and saying i'm trusting the process yes of doing yes. It. yes you kind of touched on trial by fire having to mm-hmm. learn some things outside of learning how to cook in a commercial kitchen uh you know learning customer service in a restaurant environment i mean what are the other things that, that someone starting a restaurant would expect to have to learn to, to be successful from your perspective?
2: Right now, I feel like it's all the general contractor stuff yes. that goes along with the remodel. You know, that's been quite intensive mm-hmm. over the last several months. And just things that you would never even think about. Like, okay, wow, we have to think about a roof. We have to think, I mean, just so many things. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff's going to come up. It's It's going to come up. But, you know, you just kind of have to... Think on your feet on how to handle delicate situations mm-hmm. with contractors and subs, and
1: clear communication. Yes, yes, yes. Expectations. Yes, set expectations, yes. and then follow up, follow up, follow up. Yes. Because the contractors are kind of doing their own thing; it's mm-hmm. their job, sure. it's their business. Well, in mm-hmm.
0: difficult time in that industry as well. It yes. seems like I mean a lot of staffing issues. You yes. know lot of demand not enough people to fill the demand so it's kind of created a unique environment and that has
1: affected the timeline at the cafe so that would probably be one of the biggest challenges is that and the weather you know things out of your control (laughs) so we had ice mageddon yeah people can't drive on ice and come work at the cafe and so it's just things like that have have pushed on the timeline but Everything is is still falling into place, and Mm -hmm. and we trust that it will continue to do so.
0: So any specific lessons you've learned about remodeling or contracting? Like, make sure to pick this material for the roof, or make sure that you should...
2: (laughs) No, I think the only thing I would say, the, the thing that's on my heart to say is if you are going into business with a partner, is make sure that your relationship is solid. Like Renee was saying, clear communication is key. If you don't set those expectations early with one another, whether that be your business partner or your general contractor or the subs, things are going to get messed up. And so, yeah, just choose wisely You know who you're working with and, and then communicate to the best of your ability because... Mm-hmm. You know, you can always overstate something, but then when you understate something, that's
0: when problems
2: mm-hmm. truly arise.
0: Can't yeah. assume that they can read your mind, I guess. right? Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Almost like any other relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Like, totally. A lot of people think through the lens of what's in their head, but they don't right. realize like. Nobody else is a mind reader. Well, maybe some people are mind readers, but very few people.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we're not.
2: <laughs> we like to say, oh, I didn't say that in my out loud voice.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's all in my head. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. So we have learned to apologize to each other mm-hmm. very frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, we have learned for no wedges to take place in our relationship. We have learned to think the best of each other always. Um And so it's just kind of like a marriage, really. We like in our relationship, kind of like a marriage. Like if you want your marriage to work, like these are the solid things that you do to build a firm foundation Mm -hmm. and even more so going into business with each other because there's a lot of money involved. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of expectations. She is providing for her family. I'm providing for my family. Mm -hmm. And so we have our our own interests, but then we have the interests together. Mm -hmm. And there's just a lot um, (laughs) that can come against that relationship. So it's guarding that relationship protecting it, Um, yeah, thinking the best of each other and and working together.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So let's move to just entrepreneurship in general. It seems like everybody under the sun wants to be an entrepreneur today. (laughs) Some people kind of know what that really entails. Others maybe look at just kind of what they're seeing on social media, kind of like the glamorized version of it. I mean, we've already touched on, obviously, some of the challenges you guys have had with the remodel and – Fortunately, I guess the franchise experience has been smooth, Mm -hmm. but just as far as entrepreneurship is concerned, challenges, maybe things keeping you up at night. I mean, obviously, big step to go from an established career where you know what your paycheck is going to be to kind of this Wild West situation. Mm -hmm. Tell me a little bit about that.
1: Sure. (laughs) Um, I think if you had asked us a couple months ago if we were entrepreneurs Mm. we would have said no. No way. That's not who we are Mm -hmm. and but then people just kept telling us that we're entrepreneurs we said oh I guess we are. (laughs) So I think we still don't consider ourselves an entrepreneur. Um, That word seems um, big and scary. Big and scary yes and But what we have said yes to is it can't could seem big and scary. Um, It doesn't feel big and scary to us, but I can see how it can look that way from the outside. So as far as entrepreneur, my advice would be say yes. Like if you have a piece, go. Keep going until you have a no. Um, Life's too short to say no to these really wonderful opportunities. And and we wanted to say yes, and we had peace about saying yes, so we said yes. Mm -hmm. Um, What would you add?
2: Same. I was just, you know we weren't up dreaming in the middle of the night about how we could break away from the 9 to 5. You know, that wasn't even... It's kind of a funny story. I'm going to backtrack a little bit to the very beginning of this. So when Trim Healthy Mama posted on their main Facebook page that they were interested in opening up a franchise in the DFW area and were trying to see, you know, who all would be interested, Renee had actually tagged me in the post thinking solely oh wow it would be super cool to go eat there once they open like that was it we were set in our careers yeah like hey let's go enjoy this delicious food that'll be convenient it's in Fort Worth we work right you know real close and you know light bulb popped into my head about the ownership opportunity here and so after deep conversation and prayer we decided to move forward with the yeses and so yeah we we It was just kind of something that got dropped into our lap. And so Mm -hmm. I think in a lot of ways we don't fit the normal entrepreneurial mold. Um, This is something that we feel that we've very much been given Mm -hmm. and that we have a responsibility to steward well. Yes. So
0: So it sounds like kind of a common thread through a lot of this. Again, faith. You know, you're saying don't stop until you get a no. I guess don't Mm -hmm. kind of create that self-doubt. Just Mm -hmm. kind of run with what feels right or, or kind of what you feel at peace with yes yeah,
2: absolutely so
0: probably important important lesson for a lot of people thinking about entrepreneurship is that you know you have to be what all in or I guess kinda... yes absolutely yeah.
2: and I think it helps like with our relationship you know we build each other up and so when we see a strength in the other person we encourage them in that and we speak life to that and so some people may not have that you know they may have they're, they're just by themselves, and. You know, those thoughts can creep and do creep into everybody's heads about, you know, not being good enough to do this or that. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you do have the opportunity to do something, you know... um Find yourself a good partner that's going to gonna
1: build you up in it. Yeah, support system. Yeah, And we've been friends since sixth grade. Yeah, wow. And so really mm-hmm. our dream when we were pretty young yeah. is that we wanted to open up a spa together. Uh-huh. And she was going to be an esthetician. Well, she has her esthetician license. Mm-hmm. And I was going to be a cosmetologist. Yep. And that's what we were going to do. And it just never panned out. But we always had that dream in our heart that we wanted to do business together. Mm-hmm. And um, like we mentioned at the beginning, this this plan, this food has been food freedom for us in Mm -hmm. so many different ways and we want to have other people know that and experience that as well Mm -hmm. and so it just made sense that We love people, we love food, we love each other, (laughs) let's open a cafe, you know? So, But it was, I mean, to talk about the dreaming aspect, we did have dreams since a a young age to partner with each other in business. Mm. Um, So that's nothing that we've been really pursuing because it was just never the right time, just kind of one of those things that you tuck away like, oh my gosh, that would be, if I ever had the opportunity to do this, this would be incredible. And just one day the opportunity came and we said yes. Here
0: we are. A nice to have that became a reality. Yes. Awesome. So let's talk about staffing. Obviously, tight labor market, especially the hospitality industry. I know you guys are coming up on your soft opening. Remind me of the date. In,
1: toward the end of April. Yeah, end of April. Yes. Toward the
0: end of mm-hmm. April, yes. soft opening. Mm-hmm. So target date for hard opening. Mid May. Mid May. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So coming up. Yes. How are you doing with staffing? What have What's the experience been like?
2: We just started that process. Like mm-hmm. Renee said um, a little bit earlier, we have hired our baking team. And we are really, really close to hiring our lead supervisor. We've also ha- hired a front of house and back of house supervisor, um, and so we're super excited about the people that are going to be on our team. Um, they each have their own unique dynamic and energy, but I think that they'll collaborate very, very well together. We had an amazing response. Mm, you know, um, we, you know, we weren't having to fish for interviewees, you know, so to speak. And so we, we really did have an incredible response. People are um, kind of enamored by this lifestyle. You know, there's the offer of health, and there's the offer, um, you know, of just being able to grow in a career. There's just so many facets to it that I think people are really, really interested in it. And honestly, in the market that we have, in the DFW Metroplex, we're, we're new. You know, there's not, you can't go anywhere and get uh, go to a full sugar-free bakery mm-hmm. that, ha- that you know uses natural sweeteners that also has a full coffee house that also serves healthy food and artisan sourdough and that pizza. has a long ferment process yes. and pizza and yes. ice cream and, I mean, all the things. Mm-hmm. We're, we're definitely a unique um, new thing for our market, and so I think that that piqued a lot of people's interest. They saw that, and they saw the possibility and the potential with that type of a, a model. For this area.
0: So not just a job, but a way of life. Yeah, exactly. A passion. I Exactly. Guess, a, passion. a passion. Yeah. Yes. It's bringing
2: a lot of people and their individual passions together.
0: Yeah. So what do you look for in employees? I mean, at Higginbotham, we're very culture oriented. Mm-hmm. Values drive almost everything that we do. Mm-hmm. So for us, cultural fit probably supersedes anything. How do you approach culture? How do you approach hiring? Like is culture a Big consideration is it more? I want certain skills.
1: No, I would say culture is huge. It drives I mean, everything. You yeah. can train an employee to do anything, mm-hmm. so but you can't make them a kind person. You yeah. can't change their core values. You can't, you know. Um, right so so you want to make sure that whenever you are talking with them we kind of it's a thanksgiving test but a little (laughs) bit different because we are actually going to be traveling out with our lead baker to tennessee and all going through a bakery immersion class with their current cafe and so one of the questions that karen and i asked each other a lot were do, would we want to fly with this person on a plane? Do we want to stand next to them, you know, at, a, at the bakery class, go back to the hotel? Like, yeah. can we travel with this person that we just met for a week and have a good time? And um, so we found an amazing lady who's going to be an incredible baker. And we really feel like we found, you know, that team who... Mm-hmm who shares our core values um and even one of our questions to them was do you have experience with sugar-free baking do you have experience with sourdough because these are some of the things that we're doing and ultimately a lot of the the answers to those questions were no and we're not concerned about it because we can teach those things Mm -hmm. so it was more of the person and who they are and what they find important that was valuable to us and that's what you try and get in 45 minutes when you interview
0: them right So the commercial airline passenger test. (laughs)
1: right? uh, Yeah,
2: yeah. No, it makes total sense. Yes. I
0: mean, you kind of, I think, touched on values Mm. as far as, you know, we want people who are kind. Can we go a little more? I mean, do you guys have values on, on paper or like this is just kind of like heart feel like, you know, people that think like you.
2: Well, I mean, I think Renee and I have values that run pretty deep within ourselves. You know, we we try and be kind and loving and empathetic towards others, Mm -hmm. welcoming, you know. um, We don't want to create this exclusive brand that shuts out anyone. Mm -hmm. Um, We want everybody to walk through our doors and feel extremely welcomed and valued and loved. And so when we're looking for employees, we want to look for people that respond Um, and speak those same things. And so some of the questions that we asked during interview process targeted, you know, Mm -hmm. those what are your value questions. Mm -hmm. And so I think that brought a lot to light, and it quickly closed some people, you know, said thank you, thank you for your time, Mm -hmm. you know, and then it quickly highlighted those people that have now become a part of our team. Yeah,
1: and several people were like, oh, I've never been asked that before in Mm -hmm. an interview. Mm -hmm. Well, this is, that's what's important to us.
0: (laughs) Well, it seems like, I mean, a lot of people, myself included, in my own entrepreneurial adventure before this, prioritize the skill they're trying to fill. Mm -hmm. But you realize really quick if you don't look for that kind of cultural alignment, Mm -hmm. a skill is only as good as the individual, and you need that kind of team synergy to really make it work. Absolutely. One bad apple can really spoil the bunch. Yeah, that's uh, so let's talk a little bit about the fun stuff. I mean, like, what are you guys serving? You said you have coffee, you said you have baked goods, you have pizza. What's on the menu?
1: All of that and a lot more. So we have a full coffee bar. Coffee is very important Mm -hmm. to us. They actually source their own coffee from the tops of the mountains in Guatemala. So it is very pure, organic, clean coffee. Mm -hmm. Um, We have the same espresso machine that Starbucks has. So we're very serious about how our coffee gets into your cup, where it's sourced from and how it gets there. Um, So we have a full coffee line. Mm -hmm. We have lots of specialty drinks. Um, We'll have smoothies. Um, lots of teas with different yeah. things added for health benefits. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of like the front of the house bar. And then in the back of the house bar, oh my goodness, we have two firebrick ovens and we'll be making sourdough. Mm-hmm. And we'll also use that sourdough for a crust for pizza. So we'll be offering pizza. We also have uh, a no-carb crust option as well for someone mm-hmm. who may is gluten sensitive or just doesn't want to consume carbs at that mm-hmm. point. So we'll have two options for their pizza. Um, you can turn your pizza into a salad if you'd rather have it as a salad. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have quiches and soups and lasagna sandwiches. and sandwiches. We and- also
2: are going to have, you forgot, our beautiful almost 8-foot pastry case. That yes, will be up front. pastry front. We're going to have a full sugar-free bakery. Yes. So when I say a full sugar-free bakery, we're talking pies, muffins, cakes, cupcakes, all the things you would find in a normal bakery, just sugar-free. Yes. So somebody who, let's say, is on the keto diet that wants to go and enjoy a lower-carb um, baked good, because all of our products by nature, aside, aside from so- sourdough, will be low-carb. So they're low on the GI scale, so they're not going to spike your blood sugar. So tie that in with sugar-free, and you have a truly low-GI product. So. All of our things will be will fall within that, that range. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people are, are very excited about that, yes. um, as they should be. I mean, there's sure. nothing in the market here that, that offers that. Mm-hmm. Food like-
1: allergies is a safe place mm-hmm. to to come if you have food allergies because everything is going to be clean, gluten-free. Um, so we care about those things, and we're just naturally the, – the cafe naturally is offering those things because mm-hmm. of the things that we care about. So it makes it a safe place if you have food allergies to come. Yeah.
0: Awesome. It sounds like probably also a place like a diabetic person. that Absolutely. Like, wants yes. to, yeah, it's awesome. Yes. So it kind of, it's something for everybody, I guess. Yes. Yeah, it's, exactly. Yeah. My
2: mom's type 1 diabetic, and she has dabbled in Trim Healthy Mama for a while. And when she puts a concerted effort forward to follow the plan, she notices a huge difference in her blood sugar levels, just because that's the whole premise of the plan, mm-hmm. is to not spike your blood sugar, um, because that's what causes... Okay all of the issues. Um, And so, yeah, yeah, definitely safe for diabetics.
0: Exciting Mm -hmm. because I don't think there's a lot of places that really cater to that demographic nor alternative eating in general, especially in Fort Worth. Mm -hmm. I mean, at least in my personal experience, it seems like few and far between. Yes. Mm -hmm. Filling an important gap. Yes. What is the number one thing that you would like to see changed in business insurance? I know you guys are relatively new to business, but I'm sure you had to have it to move into your space. So Mm -hmm. if you could change any one thing.
1: Um, I would say as a a general rule from working in small business insurance is that when you have someone truly come out to your location, ask you detailed questions, and really understand your business and the risks that you're going to face Mm. so that they can then tailor the policy to meet your needs, um, I would say that that's number one. When you're dealing with someone over the phone who takes your number and pushes out your policy to get something, a task done off their desk, um, then you may not be getting the full coverage that you need. They may not have a full understanding of what you do to be able to give you the full coverage Mm -hmm. that you need. So um, I would say that that's my number one thing that we're looking forward to. We didn't have to, to put together the policy this first year, but next year we will. Mm -hmm. And so that's one of the things that we'll be reaching out to Higginbotham for is to speak to someone in small business who is willing to come and truly learn the nuts and bolts of what we're doing day to day so that we make sure that we're fully covered.
2: Yeah, I think tying into that, you know, one of the things that we know Higginbotham values is valuing their customer. And so having worked Previously, you know, for a company that has this type of value system, we're not going to settle for anything less. You know, Higginbotham is very much set apart for that. They are clear communicators. They value their customers. You're you're more of a family to them than you are a number. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's really important because, you know, you take the average um, tenant that has just leased a space. They have no idea what insurance is, not a clue. Mm -hmm. They don't know what their requirements are and their lease more than likely. So getting an agent that's going to take time to look through their lease, hold their hand, tell them exactly what they need, what they don't need, and why, and explain those things very clearly is invaluable as a business owner. Mm -hmm. It saves time, it saves um, energy, and it saves finances. Mm
1: -hmm. And claims, when claims come Yeah, exactly. That's what shows you the loopholes in your policy, right? So we don't want any loopholes in our policy, so we're going to come to (laughs) Hickenbotham.
0: That's what we like to hear. So it sounds like someone who not only is willing to take the time to learn your unique needs, but also is kind of taking like a long-term approach. You know, they want to grow with you. They want to set you up for success. They
1: invest in the relationship. Exactly. Sure.
0: So let's get to where people can find you specifically on Camp Bowie, uh, social media, website, all of that.
2: Sure. So our location is 6333 Camp Bowie Boulevard, Suite 240, Fort Worth, Texas, 76116. We are right on the corner of Camp Bowie and Ridgely Avenue, located in between McAllister's and the Lunchbox. Um, so we're pretty easy to find right there on the corner. Um, our social media, Facebook, you can find us at Blue Butterfly Cafe-Fort Worth. Or FW, I think it is. Uh, yes. Yeah. And then Instagram is Blue Butterfly FT Worth. Yes.
0: Well, I really appreciate it. We're looking forward to trying all of these delicious things that you guys are going to be making. And uh, we'll definitely be keeping an eye on your growth story. Thank, Thank you. you so much. We appreciate it,
1: Michael. Thanks.